and we are back with Karina Venezuela. <laughs> no. How do you say your last Vonyosos. name? Vonyosos. Vonyosos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna make a joke about this. I knew you were. Does that like does that offend you that people have a hard time? Um. So basically, when I was actually growing up. I used to hate my last name okay. because of how difficult and long it was. It was like, uh, you know, when you were growing up and everyone would just kind of like find the stupidest things to joke about. For sure. So basically when I was younger and stuff, everyone had such easy last names, right? Like, like, I don't know, like, uh, like Gomez okay. or like. Something super simple, and then here I was, Vonyosos, and like no one knew how to say my name. Yeah, and you were picked it, on a lot. For I was it? picked on low key, yeah. I mean, but hey, like when it came to tests and reading, like I was the V. I was the last one in the classroom because of like the name. Yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah. bet that sucked for graduation. Oh, it did. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard it all the time. Like just you like, had to just like you were waiting. You're just like, Jesus, yeah. Can we get to the V's? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, man. Oh jeez. But I don't know. And then like it kind of transitioned to it being cool. Like, yeah. People started to think it was really awesome. Vonyosos. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Vonyosos. So yeah, Karina is a friend who we uh, we actually work together. I've been having a lot of people that I that I work on. It's just or, or work with. It's just because I much prefer in person, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like realizing that I much prefer having them across from me versus on the phone or skyping or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? There's something about this that you can't duplicate in Basically. any other in any other medium. So, um, got her on and. We were doing a test prior to this, and this is something that I want to start this off with. You have a friend who was just recently engaged yes. at 19. Yes. Which is kind of wacky. No offense. No, <laughs> you're not wrong on that. That's that, That's kind of young to be engaged. I mean, she's been with him for a while, so... Well, what's a while? Like, three and a half years. Okay. I guess. I guess yeah. that's fine. And yeah. Everyone's cool with it, parent-wise? I, I mean... Yeah. How I old's this guy? Sorry. Uh, Do you know? I believe around the same age, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I personally think it's a little bit crazy. Yeah. I mean, but I would never say that to her. Like, I mean, I've said it was like wild, but I wouldn't be like opposing it. I don't know. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> and so we were talking about like how you, are you pretty certain you're going to be the maid of honor? And then you were like... I don't know if I want to go that far. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know if I'm that important. But you do think you'll be a bridesmaid? Yeah. She said I was going to be a bridesmaid, so. And this is all planned out? Like, she has the date set and everything? Um, so basically, uh, she got engaged, I believe, not that long ago, like four days ago. Damn. So she has no idea what she's doing. Wow. Yeah, she was talking to me about it this morning, and she was just saying how much it is, and like, it's stressful, and uh -huh. yeah, so... Seems like a lot. Just going back to the wacky part. The reason I, f I find it wacky is because 19, mm -hmm. you're still, like, you're just one year short, or you're one year past being technically considered an adult. Right. And now all of a sudden you're making arguably one of the biggest decisions of anyone's life, which is committing to one single person. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I can't fathom being 19. Like, at 19, I was, I was so juvenile 
You really? know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean by juvenile? Juvenile. Like, there was no way I could have ever done that big of a commitment. Right. Felt like I could settle down. Because, like, you really need to have your life in order, I think. Yeah, for sure. Do you agree? I, I do agree, and knowing her for as long as I have, I she might be younger, but she's definitely always had her priorities set. Okay. So, I just kind of hope the best for her, but I know for me personally, I would never... Because you're 21. I am, yeah. So you've already surpassed the 19. Oh <laughs> yeah, and I feel, I'm never going to say this to her, but I just feel like there's a lot of things that she's not experienced. With? Like, I don't know, in life in general, I don't know. Yeah. It's different, I guess you can say. Yeah. So. And I'm speaking from a 27-year-old mindset. Like, yeah, exactly. we both been through a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm still not married. And, like, when, yeah. I, like when I was with Marie, perfect example. Exactly. She would always say, like, oh, we're going to get, like, married at so-and-so point. And I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, that's a big commitment. It is a big thing because if you think about it, it's, like, one thing you do... It's like they're there for that, and then you... I don't know. It's a lot to just think about. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I don't know. Look, I wish her... I don't know her personally. I wish her the best of luck. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I love her so much, but I do think it's crazy that it's all happening. So so fast. Mm -hmm. And, like, what is this, like, boyfriend number four, boyfriend number one? You know what? It's so funny, and I try so hard not to let it get to me, but this is actually her first serious thing. Really? Yeah, and she's <sighs> diving in. She said splish splash. <laughs> I just have a... I, I, I don't know. It was, it was like I've been through so much. Like, I've been there through all of the stages, or more or less of... Because I've been friends with her since I was 16. Okay. So, it was like... I don't know. It was just a big thing to hear that she was getting married soon. I don't know. I feel like I've gone through a lot of stuff in my life recently. And to... I, I don't know. You get what I mean? It's just... I'm trying not to... It's like this is happening and everything in my life is just... I don't know where I'm trying to get with that. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. See, if this was a YouTube video, this would be the shit you, you edit out, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I go through this too. Like, when oh, I'm making videos, man. I'm constantly going like, uh, shit, the fuck? Yeah. what do I want to talk about? Well, luckily, this will be edited out. I guess what I'm trying to say was, to put in a broader sense, it seems like she's surpassing a level of her life that I wish that I could have, re like, reached. But I'm doing my own thing on different levels, so I guess I can't really, like, speak on that. You know what I mean? But uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't want to down your friend, but I, I think you're doing it the more correct way. Really? There is no set path for anybody's life, I don't think. You, you know, if if you want to get married at, I don't know, 16. I, yeah. If that's legal, I don't know. Do it. <laughs> if that makes you happy, like, as long as your parents are like, yeah, great. Yeah, 100. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just 19 is such a young age. You're, you you really are still a kid, I think. Yeah, for sure. And to be making this just giant decision. I couldn't do it. And like I said, I'm 27 and I'm I still not married. I couldn't do it either. I couldn't do it either. You're couldn't not the it. only one. So. Yeah. Anyways, we'll get off that topic. Yeah. You're a, you're a YouTuber. Everybody has probably, if, if they're listening to this, they probably saw the video that, that we did. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. You're doing covers, you're doing yes. vlogs, yeah. and 
you're almost to a thousand subscribers. Almost. Which, I hope soon. Which then you can start making some some moolah. Some moolah off that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. I'm working on it. So like why why did you do YouTube? Like what got you into uh doing so, a YouTube channel? So basically it's really funny actually. Uh it's crazy to think it's been this long, but I actually made my YouTube channel when I was 12. And there are still videos of that stuff, right? On your other um, channel? So, basically, I have, like, a separate channel. It's called Kawaii Karina. Okay. It's more for vlogs and stuff. I don't really post on there. Um, I don't know. I was hoping that eventually when I build a bigger audience, I could use that little channel that I have on the side for, like, strictly vlogs. And then my main channel just being, like... Mm -hmm. whatever I end up doing yeah but um I don't know I got really embarrassed because I had a lot of stupid videos and they did get a lot of views I just deleted them all though I just was so awkward Ugh. why why what do you mean why I, I don't know what's cool about YouTube is it's sort of like a it's a um for someone like you who has videos that go back to when they're 12 yeah you can as long as YouTube's around you can like, it, it, it's like a visual diary of your life, I mean, essentially. now that I think about it, I wish I just made them private and so <laughs> just deleted them. But there was, like, a lot of cringy videos. But I would make so many videos just, like, about Avatar The Last Airbender or, like... Which you're a big fan of. Big fan. Legend of Korra. Uh -huh. Absolutely obsessed. I'd do, like, episode reviews. I don't know. I was thinking of doing that, too. Like, taking a show and just, like, making videos on what I felt about the review of watching that episode because i used to do that and it was really fun actually huh you know just taking an episode from a show and just like breaking it down yeah. plot character uh -huh. analysis it was really fun so and you transitioned into doing more of the cover stuff yeah because just, you felt like that would maybe get more people to look, watch uh not really it was more of just i've always liked to sing i've just been singing since i was like five okay so if i just, were to say sing right now I mean, that's a little bit ballsy. Why? I, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I could, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things. You got things. an audience now. It's and it's just, not just your camera. <laughs> it's not just your camera. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like, it's, I don't know. I just kind of do things when I feel comfortable. Okay. I don't know. I, I could. Yeah. I could sing right now, but I just feel pressured, so I'm not going to. You don't, I don't have know. to. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm weird. If you feel like it, though, uh, like when like whatever we're talking about, just be like, Eddie, hold on, hold on. I'm feeling a song. I'm feeling a song. You've definitely heard me sing at work before, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 100. But... Yeah. That's one way to keep your sanity at work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sing to yourself. The only way. The only way. But... Uh, I don't know, love singing. I definitely do want to pursue something in singing, and I want to do more covers and things of that sort. So I've just been trying to balance everything out in my life. So I feel like that's important first in my mental health. I've just been trying to focus on myself. So, yeah. So what's more important to you? Do you want to do the singing stuff, or do you want to do what you're like going to actual school for? Um, I... Are you just doing that because you like that's like... All right, so plan A is to do the singing thing. Right. Plan B is not necessarily what I want to do, or is it vice versa? Um, you do want to do the psychology it's stuff. It's kind of like both at this point. I used to start off very heavy wanting to sing. Uh-huh. Um, I still do, 
but it's kind of like not trying to bash anyone here, but I've definitely been not degraded on, but I've definitely just been talked down to about what I've wanted to do and I don't know, it's kind of like I see where the down it's like in life you have to have a set thing. Okay. It's it's like hard to hard to get by on something that can easily fall apart. I'm not saying that singing can fall apart for me, but it's one of those shot in the dark type things. You can be really great but no one knows your stuff. Mm -hmm. So I rather be stable and actually do something. And I also love helping people. I've dealt with a lot of stuff in my life too, like with just um, dealing with my emotions and depression. And I just always wanted to help people. And if I can't do what I want to do, at least I'll have something that I feel comfortable doing, which is helping people. I don't know. I've always liked helping people. Because so. it is hard to do, like, unless it's, like, the example of, like, the, the, the prime example, right, is, is Bieber, right? He's just this kid that's making YouTube videos. Right. And somehow mm -hmm. this this manager finds him. Right. Right? It's, it's what you said, it's a shot in the dark. It is. He was just this little kid, like, singing on the corner of the street, like, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, bam, hey, I, I, I like your voice. Let me fly you to, I think, Georgia or something. Yeah. And that, pff, he took off. Right. right. So it's, it's something like that, or you do one of these competition shows. Like, have you ever auditioned for any of those um, shows? I've been told by various people in my life that I should do, like, American Idol, or I should go on The Voice. The Voice, I've heard a lot. I, I would totally love to do that. Don't get me wrong. It's just, like, you have to not only be lucky enough that they come to your city, yeah. but you need to have the time to do it, and if you actually get casted, you have to, like, go to wherever they're hosting the... I know you have to go, because I heard you have to travel to different locations to mm -hmm. do the show, and it's a lot. It's a big commitment, and I feel like I'm not in a really great place in my life for it, because I am going to school, and I am doing all this other stuff, and I'm working, and I have all these other responsibilities, so... But it'd be cool, so... Yeah, it'd be really cool. Yeah. It is tricky, though, because I, I actually auditioned for America's Got Talent... No way. Um, really? A couple years back... Yeah, I, I did magic. Oh, and, cool. And um, with those shows, I feel like it's something, like, you have to, obviously, you have to have whatever the talent is. There. So if it's America's Got Talent, you have to be talented in whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Or if it's The Voice, you have to be a talented singer. But I also feel like it's much more than just your talent, right? So what I'm getting at here with, like, specifically America's Got Talent, right. half of that show is, I don't know if you've watched, like, have you watched yeah, it? Yeah, I've been a big fan. Half half of that show is stupid people just make, doing stupid shit. Yeah. That literally you could have filled that space with someone who has talent. Yeah, who actually can do shit. Yeah. But yet they pass these people through because they're fucking idiots and it makes for good TV. Good quote TV unquote. and ratings, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you're that is to me that's contradictory to what you're actually attempting to do. Right. Which exactly. is fine talent. And that's that's another big <laughs> thing that I'm looking at from my perspective is that people are so unpredictable. You don't know the way that people can think in this world. So me believing I have everything that I need to succeed, I might believe that, but this person may choose someone who's stupid. <laughs> But they choose them because they're more entertaining at face value mm -hmm. rather than meaning. True. But that's frustrating, it's right? It's frustrating, and that's why 
I'd rather have a backup plan, which is go to school. Yeah. And yes, I'm not going to say that it was my first choice in life. Like, my first choice has always been singing. I love singing and making music and creating. Um, but if I can make a change in the world some way, then why not? Yeah. So. And psychology is, is like, I'm thinking, when I think of psychology, I'm thinking that you want to be a therapist. You want to be um, someone that... I, I have been debating between going towards more of the clinical side or towards the business. Both ways are acceptable because psychology is a very wide degree to go into. So you can do things like HR or management and you can help manage like the well-being of employees in a company. Or you can be more clinical, like diagnose patients, look at like what brain abnormalities there are and, mm -hmm. you know, all of that stuff. I think it's all really interesting, but I've been like going towards more business, but I don't know because I'm still on the pathway. So maybe it might change, maybe not. But business, what do you mean? Business? Like more towards like, like I said, like employee management, making sure the well-being of the workforce, like. Oh, okay. It's it's in that nature, like, so. The way the best way that I can describe it's like HR, like human resource kind of. Huh. Yeah. And what does your like? What does your family do? Like, what does your, what does the rest of your family do? Do they well, do similar things? No. So both of my parents are self-employed. Okay. And my dad, he's kind of like a like a construction worker he kind of does everything to be honest like he does floors walls like plumbing all that stuff he's really good okay and then my mom she has like her own like cleaning business gotcha. so she's kind of like cleans and does that so both my parents are self-employed self-employed yeah and they're from because you're greek right yeah i'm greek and brazilian damn what a combo right <laughs> you don't see that every day greek and brazilian yeah so do you ever like wanna? Do you ever do you ever get the urge to just be like, "Fuck the states"? Yeah, I'm going to Greece. To be honest, because you did go to Greece. I did go recently. to Greece at a really rough point in my life. I I went and it was the best. Like, were you thinking like, hmm, I might actually want to just stay here? You know what? I'm not Fuck gonna Florida. lie. I I did I did because it sounds messed up, but like I was at a point in my life where I just didn't care anymore. Like I know that sounds really bad, but I mean like care about what happened like I was just like let down so much that I just kind of felt like I didn't care about whatever I just wanted to have fun kind of mentality you know what I mean uh -huh. like I don't really care what's about like what's going on I just want to have fun okay that's what I meant so I don't know I just going it was really thrilling and like just being able to do something that I don't really get to do was, was fun and how feasible right now on a scale of one to ten would it be for you to just be like I'm, I'm, I'm dropping everything and I'm going to Greece mm. and I'm, cause you have family over there. So it's not like you'd be homeless. Oh no. I, if anything, I actually, um, I actually have like my own designated like place. Oh, that's right. You were telling me about this. Yeah. So basically, um, I have family there and I have a grandma. Uh, I know it sounds really sad actually, but she's very old. So we don't know when her time's going to be up. But uh, basically, I do have property there because, you know, family and it's from my dad. So, like, I'm basically going to have, like, an apartment there, like, with my dad. So we're going to renovate it once, you know, 
if like we're not knowing when my grandma is going to go you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but if she goes basically there is an agreement in my family that will take whatever property is on this level i don't know like how to explain it the buildings in greece are really cool it's kind of like they're shops but the shops are connected to houses and it's like a big tall building like kind of looking like an apartment complex but not i don't know i've seen these yeah yeah and it's like a big ladder that goes all the way to the top so there's one level floor and uh we're gonna probably renovate it and just so it's really cool like i'll have my own place if i ever want to go yeah Something you told me that it, it's just like, you know it's true, but until you hear someone say it, it's just like, man, that does like, uh, the, the world is so fucking huge, dude. Yeah. It's fucking huge. It's really big. And I personally have only ever really, like, I've never been outside the States. I've Really? Yeah. Maybe on a cruise when I was 10, and I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't even count that. Like, I've never been to a foreign country. Right. I don't know what else is out there but i know there is other stuff out there Mm -hmm. so like when people tell me like yeah you know it's this big but then the world is this big i'm thinking yeah i gotta like do something you know it's it's great you got to experience more than just what you're living in currently yeah you have to you have to open your eyes you really do and you came and like you said people noticed when you came back you were you were like a changed person just from this one trip I, I personally don't see it myself. Maybe you've seen it, or I don't know. But I've heard a lot that I've changed in a good way, though. Yeah. So, I don't know what it was, but, like, I just think that going, it just kind of, like, let me have a therapeutic experience of some sort. I'm not really sure. Like, just going through the streets in Greece and just, like, looking up at the blue sky and, like, seeing the birds and, like, seeing the flowers and, like, seeing the people, it's, like... I don't have to be sad. Yeah. Like, I don't. I would imagine that's super therapeutic. I don't have to be sad. And, like, super. being there, I'm just like, wow. No offense, but I was like, all of my friends are stuck there, and I'm having this opportunity to be happy. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if it was meant to be like that or not, but I just thought it was a sign of some sort. Like, I had the worst thing ever happen to me, and, like, here I am doing something I'd never do. I don't know. <laughs> no it's isn't I, it crazy i'm fucking jealous honestly because how many people can be like yeah, yeah i did this yeah so i'm saying and then i have to imagine you come back and you're just and not only that i met my family for the first time all of my dad's side for the first time in my life they Jeez. never thought that they'd meet me yeah it was a big thing i felt like a wholeness that i didn't have before like I don't know. A lot of times I wish that I had people that I could talk to from my family when I was going through stuff. But, like, now that I know my my family family, like, I've always had family from both sides. But I mean, like, actually know them. Mm-hmm. I just feel better. Like, I know I have family for once. I don't know. I've always had just my mom and dad. So, besides your mom and dad, no one else in no, Florida? No, because I don't have family. Everybody's overseas. Everyone. Damn. Yeah. Every Christmas, I'd be that kid that was like, I wish I had my grandma here. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. All of my friends in school would be like, oh yeah, my grandpa came over, or my uncle, and like, I only had my mom and dad. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy, because like, I have family up in like Boston and, and Jersey and everything, but I have a pretty, pretty substantial amount of family here, you know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for me to 
correlate with what you're doing, but, like, are you close to your, like, not the family overseas, right. but, like, are you, like, would you say you're close to your family here? Um, well, with my mom and dad, like, I definitely, I'm more closer to my dad than my mom. I don't know why, but, uh, I don't know, just personality differences, I guess, but, I mean, I've recently, with everything that I don't know. I feel like I've definitely changed, and I just appreciate things a lot more. So I'm trying to, like, be closer with my parents. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, I, I don't want to be too close because I do like my own space, of course. But <laughs> but uh, I know that I'm at a stage in my life where I don't know how long I'll really get to spend time with my parents. Because I'm always doing stuff. Yeah. So... Every once in a while, that'll hit me too. I'll be like, because yeah. my dad is, and I don't, you'll, you'll, you'll probably see him today at some point. He's 71. Okay, so I'm, I'm think like, every once in a while, that'll hit me. I'll be like, 71. So if we're lucky, he has maybe nine more years of good in his life in terms of like, he can still be productive. He can still be, he's active. He can, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He can lead a quote unquote normal life. After a certain point, you're kind of almost, Without sounding like a, like a douchebag, you're almost like a, a waste to society. <laughs> like you're not actually giving anything to society. You know what I mean? You're just kind of this egg. You're just it's a potato. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm a potato. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know I look like a thumb. Oh my god! <laughs> a shut potato, up. An a egg. potato, an egg. I love that. That's why I used it. I was oh like, wow, god. she's so honest. <laughs> I mean, hey, I did look like a potato. So. I got to like. I think the egg was the one that I was that like, sent yeah, you? <laughs> she, yeah, she kind of does look like an egg in that <laughs> Wow, thanks, Eddie. You thought what? I looked like you're a the, freaking egg? You're the one that said it. Hey, <laughs> Can't at, be least mad. I'm, I'm <laughs> at least I'm honest. At least I'm honest. At least I'm honest. Whatever. You definitely did look like an egg in that one. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. But anyways, back to the actual thing about, yeah, being a waste of society. <laughs> Do you, like, you know what I mean? Like, at some, at, you're just almost non-productive. And right. really, what do you have to get, like, add to society? Honestly, your well-being, to be honest, there's nothing left. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's what, like, bothers me. It's like, damn, like, that's not a long time yeah. for me to make more memories with him. And then... He's gone. And then they'll be gone. Yeah, exactly. That freaks me out. Like, I think about that mm -hmm. from time to time. I'll be like, all right, at some point in my life, right. before I go, if it's all according to plan, I will be parentless. I think that's crazy, and I think I'm still scared about that, because there's times in my, like, I'll, I hate myself so much for this, I never sleep right, because I just stay up thinking, and I don't go to bed till, like, 3 a.m., uh -huh. but it's, like, one of these times at night, I'll just think about, like, what would life be like without my mom and dad? Yeah. And it's scary. <sighs> like, I, I don't know. But you don't have... You don't have, like, siblings, right? Like, I have a half-brother, but he he was born and raised in Brazil. I've seen him maybe once to two times in my life. Three. Okay. But I don't... I, I didn't grow up with him. So, I don't really speak to him much either. So, I kind of consider myself an only child. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if they... If your parents were to go... Mm hmm You really are without really, family here. I'm really... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been preparing myself mentally for a while, though. But they're like, not old. They are, actually. How old is your... Like, my dad's 65 and my mom's 55. 
Okay. But they look a lot young, like younger for their age. Yeah, they came in once. I've seen them once. Yeah, the I've heard a lot. My parents look a lot younger. For, for sure. Their age. Yeah. 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 Same with my dad. Like he's he has the salt and pepper thing going on. So like his his beard <laughs> is salt and pepper. His beard is like fucking snow white oh no but then on his hair is jet black that's so odd and he doesn't dye it or anything that would really make me upset <laughs> i would just be like sir please <laughs> excuse me yeah he's very like very youthful i mean he's 71 and he's still truck driving hey you know I what give i mean him, that's some props right there yeah. yeah yeah crazy so like what do you you want to do the psychology thing yes if that doesn't pan out, right, so let's say five, ten years from now, mm. you're finding out for whatever reason the psychology thing is not what it was cracked up to be, not what you thought it was going to be, mm. and the singing thing hasn't gone anywhere. Oh, damn. I'm not trying to, like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just, like, giving you, like, worst-case scenario. Oh, God. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, singing is nothing, right? You've, <laughs> you've auditioned for The Voice. You've maybe gotten to round two. You haven't gotten in front of the judges yet, but the producers are like, eh, we like this bozo that thinks they're funny and they're, like, pulling their pants down and doing shit. <laughs> we'll, we'll save you for some other time. Oh, my God. What, like, what do you think? Like, are you sort of like me? Like, I'm a, I'm the classic analogy. I'm, I'm a tumbleweed blowing tumbleweed. in the wind. I just kind of go wherever. Um, honestly, though, I know it sounds... I don't know. I have a lot of faith in myself, to be honest. And if things don't work out, I'm I'm a problem solver. I've always been a problem solver. It can be a blessing and a curse, but I've always figured out how to deal with situations. Okay. So I'm sure that I'd figure it out one way or another. And I also don't give up very easy on what I want. So if the whole singing thing didn't work, I would still be making content on YouTube. I know that I want to continue YouTube. Just because you love it. I love making videos. I mean, I'm not going to lie, though. I hate editing. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. You, I've pretty much talked to you about this. I hate editing. I'm pretty good at it, but I, it's very time-consuming because I'm a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So I love making everything look nice, adding little funny snippets. I think you've seen my videos that I like add some effects to it so I make it look a lot funnier than what it is or like zoom in. But you know what I'm talking about. So I don't know, hate editing, but I like recording. I don't know why. Okay. You can tell I love recording. I just hate editing. So I want to pursue YouTube for as long as possible. Um, and with the whole job thing, I feel like it's so easy to get a job. I have... A lot of potential to just do whatever so I'm not really worried to be honest you'll make it by somehow somehow I know myself but you really don't think like the psychology thing will will, will ever like you'll ever lose interest in it you're not someone um, like that honestly I was scared because I remembered like my dad gave me advice and I would talk to him about a lot of it and he'd be like it doesn't matter like what you're doing as long as you're doing something like you don't have to know what you're doing just do something uh -huh. And then he has a point because you'd rather be doing something than just wondering what you could do. You know, like, it's better to do something than nothing at all. Yeah. So, with that advice in mind, I kind of just went for it and I had this opportunity to be like, oh, if I don't like it, I could change my major. Like, as long as I was doing something, you know? So, I don't know, over time, like, 
I just kind of grown to like it because you learn more about it and you know all the different things about it. It's actually really interesting. And uh, I don't know, when I went to Greece also, I remembered it's very different over there than it is here, by the way. They, the, even the way that people carry themselves are different there, of course. But the way that the friendships are, it's like, I'm not saying that people here are heartless or cold or anything like that, but it's like over there you definitely see this warmness when it comes to friendships. Like, I was a newbie, I didn't know anybody, and my cousins, they introduced me to their friends, and their friends all gave me hugs and like kisses on the cheek and like all of that really bubbly, like affectionate type stuff, and I feel like here it's kind of odd to do that if you don't know someone you know what i'm talking about like over there it's like hey what's up and they give you a hug and a kiss on the cheek but it's like here if you're like hey what's up like, and back you, the fuck up exactly <laughs> it's like you why are you touching me my dude so yeah yeah it's a good point it's a yeah, yeah. I, and so uh one experience i had was uh, same scenario what i'm trying to get at is uh we went to my older cousin's apartment complex. She lived in an island. So we went through, uh, we went with a boat to an island, uh, still part of Greece, and it was like six hours away. And then on this island, she had her own place. So in the apartment complex, like the owner of the building lived on the first floor. So we were waiting for my cousin so we could go out, and we don't know this woman at all. And she just opens her door and she's like, hi, da -da -da. like, do you want some cookies? Do you want some lemonade? And like, next thing you know, we're in this woman's house and she's like talking to her or talking to us about her life. Yeah. And I was like, this is so odd, but kind of cool. And my dad was translating everything because I didn't speak full Greek, unfortunately. And I remembered it was like, I don't know if this was supposed to happen or not, but... You know, my dad told her that I was going to school for psychology, and she was explaining to my dad how, like, all of her kids are at college and university, and her husband died. So she was living alone in that big, big house or apartment, whatever. It was a really big, like, and I felt bad, you know, because she was really sweet. And, you know, she found out that I was a psychologist or I was studying to be one, and then she started to, like, ask my dad to, like, ask me, like, why does she feel the way that she feels? And, like why this and why that and kind of asking me for advice as to what so she should do to move forward with her life and I was like put on the spot <laughs> I was just sitting there like uh <laughs> whoa um but I told her what I felt and I think my dad told her and she got so happy like literally she like lit up and she like gave me the biggest hug in the world yeah and she told me, you know, like, she talked to my dad, and my dad told me, she, my dad was like, yeah, she was saying once you're done with school to, like, come to Greece because she, like, really wants you to, like, be her therapist or whatever. Like, she really wants you to, you know... Your first client right there. Basically, she's like, once you're done with school, come to Greece because I, like, really, you know... Wow. And I don't know why, but she was just so appreciative and she was so happy that I, like, said that to her because she was so sad for so long. And I think she needed someone to be there for her. And, like, I don't know if that was a sign, Eddie. I really don't. But once I left, I felt like, I was like, is this a sign that I'm doing something? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It was weird. Yeah. It was really weird. I had this really weird spiritual, like, uh -huh. I can't explain it. 
what's 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 really fascinating to me about people that do and want to do what you're doing right right psychology mm-hmm. is the fact that you're going to school for all this you're, you're you're shelling out money and i'm someone that personally believes that there's very few like legit reasons why someone would go to college and 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 shell out all that money and right. essentially maybe possibly go into debt over <laughs> right. going to school you know just to make a job all right so you're going into debt before you even have a job mm. essentially um what's really fascinating about what you're pursuing is that and correct me if i'm wrong it seems like at the end of the day a psychologist is is really someone that is just there to be someone to talk to right but yet you have tricks of the trade you have these techniques you have these methods Mm -hmm. that you're going to employ Mm -hmm. like are you are you studying that stuff right now yeah actually what's what what makes a psychologist different than just like going and talking to a friend okay is what i'm getting at so it's a big thing actually and i didn't understand for the longest time what was the difference either but uh from this past semester alone there's a lot of different therapeutic techniques and there's a lot of tricks and nicks that you can do when it comes to talking to people. So, uh, you know, like one of these therapies that I just learned is like rep therapy. So basically, like with this therapy in itself, it's kind of like a chain reaction. And it's actually it's actually beneficial because with these therapies, you realize that you are not stuck feeling the way that you are stuck feeling. With the rep therapy, it's kind of like so everything is a chain reaction. And the reason why you feel the way that you feel about things is because you have a belief about something. So let's say, I don't know, you got into a really bad car accident and you had a belief that you're going to lose all this money and you're not going to really be happy. But like that belief is only real because you believe it's real. But if you choose to have a belief that everything is going to be okay, then you're going to be fine. Like, does that make sense? It's kind of like a chain reaction, like, you can change your belief system, so therefore you're not... Because at the end of the day, the activating activity happened. It's just your belief is what makes you react the way that you do. So let's say, like, you got cheated on. Okay. You choose to have a belief that your life is going to fall apart, therefore you're going to be depressed. Yeah. Or you find out that you cheated on, and you find out, like, you have a belief that you deserve better and you're just going to break up with a person and then you just choose to be happy. You see, like, what I mean? Like, yeah. you have different beliefs on things. It's all a state of mind. It's all a state of mind. And with these therapeutic techniques, it's kind of like tapping into that idealization that you basically choose how you respond to things. Okay. But do you think that this is, like, like the career that you're pursuing, is it something that is actually genuinely worth all this, like, like, without giving specifics, like, how much money are you, are you spending to, to train to become a psychologist? Is it, is it expensive? Well, um, at this point I've been getting aid. Financially, yeah, Financial yeah. aid, and thankfully my dad has been helping me, like, he's been paying for me to go and get my classes done. So right now, like, thankfully I've been covered. Um, I'm basically getting my associates and then when I go to UCF University of Central Florida I'm not really sure like I'm hoping everything turns out well I'm hoping that I have aid like I'm not really sure how much it is but I just know that it's pricey 
it is pricey, but I'm going to keep going for it, you know? Yeah. So. But do you think it's something that's that, that, that should be that pricey? Um. Like, what is your thoughts on just college in general? Like, it sucks that it is pricey, because if you really think about it, like, you need to have, you need to have, like, a substantial amount already to really, like go for it i don't know it's gonna be harder for people who don't have much but i feel like it is possible uh -huh. because my dad's proven that to me i don't know like my dad is such a hero because he came to america when he was 18 and he had no money and yet like he made it by and he made it like he got a degree out of university coming from a foreign country and how did he do that like did, did he get financial aid um i think no, he didn't have any of the benefits that we have today. Like, he told me that he would either have to choose to pay for pizza or a bus ride home. He would, he was a painter, he told me, that he'd have to work, like, all the time. Like, every day, nonstop. And then he'd have to, like, sacrifice his hunger for a ride home. And he'd have to walk everywhere. And, like, it was really hard. He made, it like, and my mom, too. Like, my parents are, like absolutely amazing like yeah my dad told me like my parents like they're so freaking awesome because they've like grown they told me like hard work is gonna get you where you want in life and they've been like the biggest inspirations to me because wow. my my dad didn't know english really and he studied his butt off and he like came here by himself he left all of his family behind my mom too and like they just like they worked their butt off to get where they are Shout out to Mama and Papa. Yeah, now Bum they're balling. Now they're balling. Like my parents are wild and <laughs> Yeah. So good for them. Yeah. Bonus. Ah, Bonosos. Damn it. Why is this so hard to remember? What is it? Bonosos. Bonosos. Mama and Papa Bonosos. God. Yeah. What a name. You ever, like, contemplate changing it? <laughs> no. Honestly, I've grown to like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because it's my fam's name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so, like, even, like, so, like, if you become, uh, like, a, like, a, like, a singer, a pop, whatever. Right. Yeah, you're gonna, it's gonna stay that way? It's not gonna be, like, Karina Cat? Oh, no. Or something? I've, <laughs> I've, I've established this already. I don't know why, but I think my artist's name would definitely be Kawaii Karina. Kawaii Karina? Yeah. I don't know why I like the way that that sounds. I no. I, Doesn't it sound really nice together? No, no offense to your last name, but you would definitely get more people like you know what I mean because it's a hard last name. No, for you sure. You don't want a and hard last I, name. I don't expect people to like, rem like if they want to truly know my last name, they can go on like Wikipedia. <laughs> There's my picture. <laughs> There's my last name. But I think Kawaii Karina just fits a lot better. Kawaii Karina. Yeah. Yeah. But your YouTube is Kawaii Naya. Right. What's up with the Naya? So, Naya... <laughs> okay, so Kawaii means cute in Japanese. And Naya is just like a... Like, it's an expression in Japanese, too. It's like a word you'd say for meow. That's <laughs> literally... That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. da da. So, it's like cute meow. Yeah. That's literally what Kawaii Naya means. And I... I got the name Kawaii... Because everyone used to call me cute and kawaii, like, and someone told me, I think it was, like, in high school, they're like, oh, 
Like, I get why they call you Kawaii, because, like, you know, Karina, like, with a K, and it's, like, similar to, like, Karina, Kawaii, like, I don't know. And somehow the association became, so I was, like, known as Kawaii in high school. Huh. And I just like the way that it sounded, too. And then Naya just kind of came from, I watched this one episode, uh, this one anime, and my favorite character always said Naya at the end of, like, their phrases, and then I just, <laughs> and it sounded really unique. Kawaii Naya. Naya. Yeah. The more I, yeah, the more I say it, the more I'm like, that's, that, that's good. That sounds unique, and I like it. I don't know. So. And when you look it up on YouTube, I mean, that's the first thing that pops up. But what's really weird is if you separate Kawaii and Naya, you don't automatically pop up. Like, really? All this, like, anime shit pops up. <laughs> all this anime shit, yeah. But yet, if you put Kawaii Naya together, then that's, because I guess that's how your channel name is And is I feel written. like, like, not to bring him up, too, but, like, PewDiePie. Odd name. I don't know who PewDiePie is. You don't know who PewDiePie is? Nope. He's like a gamer, like YouTuber. Oh my god, I love that man. Okay. But anyways, his channel's name is PewDiePie. Sure. Odd name. But everyone knows him, and nobody's name is that on YouTube. Yeah. So, I was like, that'd be a cool name to have, Kawaii Naya as a channel, YouTube name. For sure. So. Yee. Huh. Yee. <laughs> How's that iced coffee treating you? It's pretty good. I think I'm a little wired. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty good. It's you got, really good. It's pretty similar to what you got when we did the taste test. I love me right? a cold brew. It's a cold brew, almond milk, and, and uh, peppermint. peppermint mocha. Yeah. yeah. And I'm rocking uh, cream and mocha. Basic. Is it basic? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just being <laughs> stupid. Uh, how, what are your thoughts on cold brew? I know this is so odd for me to ask. My thoughts on cold brew? Yes. Um, I get why people like it. I get the whole differentiation between iced coffee and cold brew. I get that it's steeped longer. It, it has a more distinctive taste to it. Personally, I'm not a fan. Really? Yeah. I think I like, my coffee I like as light as possible. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't like tasting coffee. What? I don't like tasting coffee. Really? I mean, I can drink it, but, I mean, just based off of what I have, I have five cream, no sugar, and mocha. And I don't taste any coffee at all. It just tastes like I'm drinking, like, a chocolate bar. That's what I like about it. I feel like you definitely like you chocolate milk. I love chocolate milk, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's the same thing there. I mean, you really can't taste the, the coffee, oh, right? Oh, I can in this one. Really? Yeah, dead ass. It's fire as It's hell. not overpowered by the peppermint? No, I mean, when I first got it, it was, like, strong coffee, and then you have the aftertaste of the peppermint and the mocha, uh -huh. but I, I like the coffee. You can definitely taste my coffee in there. Yeah, see, there's, uh, again, I'm, I will sing their praises beyond belief in Flagler, Yes Coffee. They are one of the best that I've ever, that I've ever had. Really? And, I, and, and they are someone that I will actually just drink their coffee. Like, they've made me a, a straight-up coffee, and I was like, damn, I don't know what your process is. They're, like, they're actually going to be coming on the podcast, Mike and Rachel. Really? And we're going to be talking about, like, yeah, we're going to be talking about the whole... Because they're, like, they're, like, a young couple that have their own business. They started their own business, and they, they like, met in Africa. They were <laughs> telling me about this. I was like, damn, you got a wild story. I, like, I want this on my podcast. They're like, yeah, let's do it. 
So I don't know where they get their stuff from. I think it's locally sourced. I think that's the difference. Because, hmm. like, they came into, they came into, uh, uh, whatever. They came into Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I'm always in this, like, tan, like, do I want to say where I work or Dude, not? Dude, it doesn't matter. I feel like the whole world already knows. Anyway, well, I work at Starbucks. Hello. You work at Starbucks. I do work at Starbucks. <laughs> Half of my fucking friends work at Starbucks. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, but they came in, and we were, like, giving them a tour of, like, you know, the, the Mastrinas and, and showing the differentiation between, like, how we separate regular and blonde, and mm -hmm. they're, like, touring it, and they, they, they just have this appreciation for coffee that is light years beyond what I have. Right. Like, it makes me really realize that... I, yeah, this is, this is a job to me versus it's a passion for them. I don't know. I feel like it's a passion low key for me too. Really? I like it. I think it's, you know what, coming into the whole like barista life, I used to think it was so cool because, you know, growing up or at least in my eyes, you would come in, see people make your drinks. You'd be like, oh, that was so cool. Oh my God. And like me being a girl, you'd always like see these stupid fan fictions of oh my god like i'm i'm really weird i used to like read so many fan fictions fan fictions of baristas yeah really yeah they actually make them all the time on whatpad okay super funny by the way but yeah and it was just like this oh my god he's making my dream and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god and, oh my god he's look playing, at that latte art look at the latte art <laughs> No, but it's like you have this entire... So I always thought it was cool, but then diving into it, it's a lot of hard work. But over time, it's like making these drinks and just knowing... I don't know. It's fun to me. Just knowing, like, the quality of coffee that you're, pour, like, you know, putting out. Well, see, that's, you make it. that's the difference between something like Yes, which is this locally owned, one place only, essentially very small business, and then Starbucks. And yeah. when we were talking to them at their uh, at their place, you're we like, it's just two totally different beasts. Like, they have the time to talk to us. They have the time to to really put in the effort to make the best beverage. Like, you would think that the beverage they're making you mm -hmm. is the last beverage they're ever going to make. Yeah. We don't have that. No, we don't. You know what I mean? It's just, it's two totally different things. Starbucks is this, this mega thing where you got to... Pump, pump it out, pump it out, pump it out, pump it out, pump it out. Because if you don't, you're going to get backed up and mm -hmm. the no. fucking world ends. Yeah, the whole place catches on fire. So maybe if I was like working at a place that was smaller and I could focus on being passionate about this, maybe I would have been bitten by the bug. I just don't think, because I, I worked at Dunkin' prior to, to Starbucks. So yeah. I've been in both of those those worlds. Starbucks is chiller for sure. Yeah. But still, I mean, you, you really have to... It's much more about just making the thing and getting it out. Yeah. Versus making it the best you can and then checking and waiting to see how they're reacting to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just... It's unfortunate because I, I, I really see the passion they have in it. And I think that's really cool that they're a married couple and they're, they have their own business. And yeah. So really excited to get them on. Yeah. Should be fun. It's, it should be fun. Is that something that you would like, in like an ideal situation for you? Like your your partner in life is something like you you find a a psychologist as well. Honestly, you'd be how surprised. cool would that be? You'd be surprised. I mean, 
Mr. and Mrs. Psychologist. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie though, it would be kind of cool, but I feel like. And then you guys would like get into arguments, and you'd be like, "Hold on, hold on, whoa, whoa!" whoa. And then you'd be like approaching it like from like a therapist point of view. Oh, you'd be man. like, "Hold on, take a seat." <laughs> well, honestly though, I feel like my ideal life partner has to be into music. They have to. Has to be into music. Have to be into music, and of course they have to have like a really like chill aspect to them too. Okay. But I think the music has to be there. I don't think I could be with someone who's not musical. I mean, I probably could, but I feel like it just mesh well, like, I what do you, don't know. Like, like, what do you mean by musical? Can play? Can play, can, like, create, can be, you know what I'm talking about. Be, I gotcha. Be uh, submerged into the whole music scene, mm -hmm. I think. But I also would like to have someone that has their own passions, too. But, yeah, it would be cool to be with someone who was in the same field as me, but I don't think it'd be as fun. Like, I feel like, I feel like it, it's good to have variety, but I don't know. The one thing would be lit for me is they have to be, like, creative. Like, do you, want, do you know what I mean? They have to be creative of some type. Okay, yeah. They, they have to have something that's unique about them. Because you're a creative person. Yeah. So you look for someone that can maybe help you yeah or like collab with me or i got gotcha. you just dive into like what i like to do but have their own thing at the side for sure yeah yeah so. i can speak yeah because the, the the last relationship i was in was beautiful in one in one respect but it was really detrimental no in, way, in really. the other respect because she wasn't like very supportive of really yeah of of my of my things like, no of doing the podcast, of doing a YouTube thing. Like, she was more focused on, focus on me, focus on me, you know? And I think, you know, I'm someone who unfortunately will, like, if that's the case, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of be like, all right, all right. Because I'm more interested in, you know, I only have one life, and mm -hmm. I might as well make memories with my significant other, and I'll put my thing on the back burner. And I think that's what I took away from this relationship that didn't work. I yeah, think I, I, I agree on that part. I think I took away that I need to find this fine line of, you know, being happy with myself and then also trying to make someone else happy. I feel like the only way for it to really work is if you're just content with yourself, though. You have to be happy with where you're at in your own thing. Well, see, that's what was weird about it was I was happy. And I thought by bringing her into it, she would be, you know, this 100% supportive person. And I'm not saying she wasn't supportive. Right. But she definitely had that little edge of like, come on, focus on me. Come on. Focus Why do you have to me. do the podcast? Focus on me. Aww. Or like, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to go record with this person. Who are you recording? You know, like all this like jealousy and all this, all this stuff started coming into play. And it's just like, hmm. I, do you not know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to make this thing grow so that ideally it can be a way of having a life. Yeah. You know, this is, I would love to do this as my job. Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. Someone like Joe Rogan, like he's my idol. <laughs> yeah. He fucking sits in a chair, has people come on five times a week, does this, what we're doing right now. And he, and that's his job. Crazy. The hell? I mean, I'm sure he can do that's it. That's already doing it. Yeah. But that, that's so fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Think, oh man, that just blows my mind. That blows my mind. He does other stuff, but this is, I mean, this is obviously his main thing. He just talks. 
and somehow he makes an income from it. And that's what I'm trying to do. And she just wasn't she, she wasn't clicking I with mean, her. I mean, if it makes you feel better, like, I'm pretty sure I discussed this with you, but, like, I kind of lost a big, like, a chunk of myself in my last relationship. Yeah. I put myself on hold for him, uh-huh. and he never appreciated it. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but it's like, I noticed that I stopped making YouTube videos. When you were with him. When I was with him. Mm-hmm. I stopped singing. I stopped, and then I just fell into this, like rabbit hole and then I guess like I'm not trying to bash him at all but yeah. I definitely feel like he was a lot more insecure than I was and he would just push his insecurities on me and he would like push everything he would feel on me and then it was just like over time just wearing me down and this got you into like a like you were pretty severely depressed right oh, yeah. especially after he ended it oh yeah I was really depressed for a really long time and, like, I tried to hide it, and I feel like everyone would just see through it. But, like, depressed in what way? Like, did you ever go as far as, like, I don't know, cutting yourself? Uh, have you ever done that? Yeah. You've done that? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. No, no, like, I mean, if you... Yeah. I'm not, like, trying to, like, put it on blast or anything. I'm no, just trying to... No, you're fine. No, you're fine. Yeah, uh, I have. And it's hard sometimes because it's, like... I'm very strong-willed, and I definitely, like, I, I learned uh, to how to think differently about things, but it's, like, I know myself enough that if I'm pushed way too far over the edge that, like, I will fall backwards. I know it sounds really messed up, but I know, like, my limits, and I know that if it, like, comes to a point, like, I'll, I'll try to, like, let people know around me that I'm suffering in a way, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's hard. I'm not very good at expressing my feelings when it's that bad. Like, I'm good at, like, saying I'm not okay, mm-hmm. but I feel like when it comes to a point, it's uncomfortable to talk about, about how I really feel. So for people like that, for people that are in that mental state of, like, for some reason they feel like injuring themselves is, yeah. is, the, is the way to go, or thoughts of killing yourself is the way to go, like where do you like how do you bounce back from that um so it's actually really funny i don't know how i did it honestly uh uh i had a lot of support actually um from my friends and my family they knew it was like something that i was going through and like i don't know i it was weird because i was depressed in a way that it seemed like don't get me wrong i wasn't always sad but i was like sad but it's like I would be happy, but it's like deep down I was always sad. Does that make sense? Like, I guess you can say. So, I don't know. It just took a lot of... I just had to, like, disconnect from the world for a while. I think that's what I did. I just kind of, like, forced myself to, like, not be in my room. I think that was the hardest thing, because, like, I just wanted to stay in my room and, like, lock myself away for, like, months. But I, like, I had to mentally force myself to try to make plans with people and, like, do something back to back to back until I, like, felt better. And then eventually, like, it started to get easier. And then, um, yeah. And then next thing you know, I'm, like, going to Greece. And I think that was really awesome. But, yeah, it was hard. It was really hard. I just can't imagine. I've never been in that. People talk about being depressed. People talk about being literally so fucking done that taking your life is is literally the best option. I mean, 
mean, like... How do you... How does someone get to that point? Oh, I, I, man. I, I really don't get it. Um, I've been there a lot of times, actually. Uh, and I'm not saying it's not valid, but I'm saying it's like... It's just like... There's so much to live for. There's so it's, much... It's kind of like, like when you feel... When you feel like everything around you is already set in stone and you don't have a voice to speak for yourself and you're just so used to letting things be and you don't have control over it. Like, in terms of, like, a relationship, like, you're so used to, like, getting degraded and treated like shit and you don't have the balls to really, like, do anything about it and you just let things keep going and you just feel like it's stuck like that. Like, and when you feel like that, it's, like, hard to not think there's no other way like because you know that either way you're gonna be hurt like you know being in it sucks but you know not being in it sucks sucks (laughs) so it's like it was really rough and i don't know it was just not a good situation at all so that's that's coming at it from like a relationship point of view but like I'll give you an example. One of my friends, who I was also in a relationship with, she had friends that literally, within a month of each other, two friends, within a month of each other, they killed themselves. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, I know, who, I know what you're you, talking you about. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, within a month of each other. And I was actually with her when she found out about the second one. Mm. And I had never seen someone literally sink to the floor and almost go into the fetal position and sobbing her, you know, her fucking eyes out. And from that point on, she was like this completely different person because, and understandably, she lost two really close friends. Mm -hmm. And that's a different kind of depression, I think, you know, versus something like being in a, in an abusive relationship or a really complicated relationship. Yeah. But somehow she bounced back mm-hmm. you know and 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 we're like we're not on good terms with each other we don't talk to each other right. so i don't know how she bounced back right. but that's what fascinates me it's it's the idea of you feel so 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 powerless and so to the point where you have zero belief that you can bounce back mm-hmm. i just can't wrap my head around that i mean like that's that's next level shit you think that's like that's yeah. next level shit like yeah. i can't imagine that i mean i'm not gonna lie like i do give myself props because i i'm really strong i feel like because i mean when i get into these moments in my life it's not like just because of one thing i hope you know that like it's not because of one thing that one thing might push me over the edge but it's not like that one thing is making me feel the way i'm feeling uh-huh. like i would feel like that all the time in high school like it was rough like it was the worst time of my life in high school. I hated my life in high school. It was rough. Um, try not to bring the waterworks. Ugh, oh, God. Geez. No, it was, it was <laughs> bad. No, I remembered every single day. I got to a point where it was like, I was sad every day. I would cry every day. Like, I was like... Did you write a diary? Yeah, I have like books of like things that I wrote. You don't ever revisit I, them? I do, but I don't like to. Like, it was really bad. And like, it sucks when you feel like people are just garbage all the time why were you, why was someone like you, you bullied you were bullied? I, I was yeah i was when i was younger i was a little bit chubbier so i would get made fun of plus like i was kind of like a goody two-shoes and like i always did what i was told so like people would make fun of me or like they'd find little things to like 
make fun of me for or like I was a little bit I still am like this it's my personality but I'm a little naive sometimes on things so like they make jokes at me and like take advantage try of to see if I would react to the way that they wanted me to mm -hmm. It wasn't fun, and I remembered there was this one boy that would always bully me, and I would go, and this is when I knew life was really fucked up. I remembered I was bullied by this one boy. Okay. And he would bully me. He he bullied me consecutively, like, on and off for two years. And I was, like, what, eight years old at the time? Seven, eight years old, nine. And, like, I went to the principal and I like went to the office. I was like, I'm getting bullied. And they're like, oh, we know about him, blah, blah, blah. He's done this before. Just write his name and put it in a box. Did that. Never took action. Kept bullying me. Went to the thing again. I was like, yo, he keeps bullying me. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And like, I basically went home. And I know it's not my parents' fault. I went home and I like was sobbing my eyes out. I was like, mom and dad, like this boy, he keeps bullying me. And, like, my parents had nothing to say to me. They were just like, oh, like, just give it time. Like, it's not a big deal. I don't know. Everyone just dismissed me. Okay. And I was just like, wow, this is great. And my life was continuous hell until, like, I didn't have to be in the same grade or class as him. Mm -hmm. But it was just, like, on and off, like, all my life. It's just kind of been, like, people would take, take advantage of me, so. That's weird. Uh, it's weird because and this, this this goes to like stereotypes and shit but like just but you said you looked different back then yeah like see like right now if you were in high school there's no way you would be like picked on or bullied or you anything. really think so if anything you fit the cliche of the one doing the bullying <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah you look like someone <laughs> that would bully <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. you know versus being bullied you know what i mean and again i'm just approaching it from like a stereotype kind of kind of thing yeah you fit that 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 thing because you know it's weird to think that you'd be bullied yeah it was rough really weird it was really rough I but you it. bounced back i mean i didn't have a choice like i had to and like that's i feel like like when i tell people i've been through a lot of stuff like i really have been you know yeah, what i mean and like i was bullied and then when middle school came around like i wasn't really bullied in middle school but it was just kind of like I was kind of awkward, didn't know how to talk to people, and, like, I was always excluded. Like, I don't know, maybe I just needed to be more outgoing or something, huh. but, I mean, my school life was just not that fun. I never had, like, an abundance of friends or anything like that, and then, like, in high school, it got a little better in the beginning, but then it started to go really, really bad, so, yeah. Damn. I mean, it is what it is. Oh, it just really Do you sucked. miss, so you, like, I miss my high school years. I don't know if I could say the same. Can like there, some? I mean, for the most part, I just remembered, uh, like, I remembered, like, high school was when, like, I really committed into, like, doing that stuff to myself. Like, it, that's, that was the era of my life where I was, like, kind of going down a dark rabbit hole. And, like, at one point, I was scared of not coming back out. Because mm -hmm. it got bad. Like... I don't know. It was rough. I don't like that period of my life, but it was like high school was fun because I did choir, I did theater, I did all these really awesome fun things, but it was also like I was this girl who would like be self-conscious because I never had guys like really give me the time of day. I know that sounds so stupid, but I never had anyone really care. Like I would just like keep it in all the time 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's a good point that you bring up. It's, it's, I guess at that point you're, you're someone that's really looking for validation from other people. Yeah. And if people don't validate you. Yeah. You feel invalid. <laughs> invalid. You feel like, why am I here? No exactly. one's validating me. You're right. And I would like, I remembered like when I was doing these shows like theater and stuff, like there would be these click, like these friend groups. And, like, I would never get invited to, like, doing stuff. Like, I was part of the thing, but I wasn't part of, like, the close-knitted group that was already formed. So, like, I may be in choir, but I wasn't invited to the outings that the choir kids had. Okay. Or I would, like, be kind of excluded on certain things. And then it would get to my head. Mm -hmm. Or, like... It was just shitty, like, and no one ever asked me, like, genuinely, like, how I felt. And then for a while, I didn't know how to act, so I started to be, like, really rude. Not rude, but, like, kind of heartless in a weird way. Like, I mean, now I don't see there's a point in being like that, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. You bounce back, like, in, in the good way, because you... You look at someone that is bullied, right? And then what happens usually, a classic example is, well, they become a bully. They become heartless. They become, I don't know, worst case scenario, they become a fucking like, mass school shooter. You know what <laughs> I mean? School, yeah, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, all because, it's all because you trace it back to they were picked on in the school. They didn't feel valid. Right. You know? We were actually talking about this last night. Uh, that is something we did talk about with the three guys. What? We were, we were like, I, I said, if I was in high school now, I graduated in 2011. Oh, shit. If I was in high school now, I would be so scared of going to school. Just because you turn on the news and it seems like every other day or every other week there's something happening at schools where someone's going in and blowing the shit away i mean like because yeah. you, like do you feel that way i mean i i agree it's getting worse over time but like i wonder from my perspective i'm just kind of like why aren't we just like investigating in the school systems why aren't we why aren't we picking out what is causing these events to occur because they're not just happening for no reason like, kids don't just wake up in the morning and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shoot up the school. There's, like, a reason. And I feel like in my school, and this would anger me, it would be mental health day, no fucking signs. No, no, like, nothing. Or if it was, like, something that was, like, mental health awareness month. There's something, like, related to mental health, right? Nothing mm -hmm. would ever be taken seriously. There was never any, like, support. There was never any... It was all about, oh, vote for prom queen, vote for prom king, or, oh, let's go to the football games, let's do this, but it's like, where's the, where, where's the part of actually giving a shit yeah. about what's going on? I don't know. I feel like if there was more care and like less, I guess, what is supposed to be important, in schools i think that that issue would be handled better yeah but um, i guarantee you nine times out of ten that all those cases are something along the line of that person was picked on bullied they didn't have a good house life they didn't they're missing the key word that everybody needs in their life which is love 
they they weren't getting love. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah. It's not it's not because they listened to Eminem, and Eminem is no, saying yeah. you know these these lyrics that, quote unquote, made that person pick up a gun and go shoot someone, yeah. or they watched the movie and they were like, man, that looks cool. I'm gonna go shoot. No, no. You don't yeah. watch a movie and go, hmm, I think I'm gonna do that now. Yeah. You pick up a gun and say, I'm going to shoot someone because you feel so unloved in your life. Yeah, and you feel like everyone's garbage. That everyone's an enemy. Exactly. I felt like that before, too. That everyone was an enemy? Yeah. Because, like, I've gotten treated so bad before that, like, it makes you feel like no one's ever going to be there for you, like, genuinely. Which is unfortunate because there are people like that. I mean, yeah, like, and now you, that I've seen that as an adult, like, yeah. I know it's super weird to say that as, as an adult. Well, you're but 21. Like, you're an adult. Yeah, I know. It's still weird to me that I'm <laughs> an adult. But, I mean, I don't know. I've met people that have actually cared about me. For sure. And that's, it's so weird because it's like, I was so used to for so long, just like being tossed to the side. I don't know. What? No, it's just it's just sad. It's real sad. No, like I've been through. I just never like to say it out loud. Honestly, I don't know. Oh, well, happy you did. Thanks. No, I mean I just. I don't know. It's just like. I don't ever want to have to feel like that ever again. That's why, like, or anyone really. So that's why I'm so passionate about helping, helping. others. Exactly. Because I've been through so much in my life. Like, it's been just a constant up and down, up and down. And, like, I go through times in my life still where I get sad. But yeah. it's definitely not as bad as it used to be. I remembered I would go into school and no one would give a shit. Ever. Like, no teachers cared. No, like, I had nobody that I could lean on. My parents were always doing their own thing. So, like, it was just a really sad time. I don't know. Wow. Mm-hmm. And like in high school, people are so wishy-washy. You can agree on that. And they're shitty. They are. They're shitty. But when I say I miss high school, man, I had, Jesus, I guess I had the rare occasion of just like, I had four solid years of nothing but beauty. And I miss those years because I kind of did the same thing you were doing. I was doing choir. I was doing musical theater. I was like, that's what I thought I was going to do with my life, be an actor. Right. So I did every single show. Every single production I had a blast on, except for the last one. That's a whole story, but... Really? What was the last production? But, well, the, the the show prior to the last production was oh. To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, okay. And there was a big controversy with the language used in the show. Oh, okay. In particular, the N-word. Um, and, you know, like, people were, like, sending death threats to the cast and crew. Like, if you put this on, something's going to happen to you because... But it's like, To Kill a Mockingbird is required reading... You know, it's part of, it's part of history, mm -hmm. you know, we should be able to put this on yeah. even and say the objectionable language. We're not saying it to just say it. Yeah. We're saying it to get a point across. Anyways, what happened with that was, so eventually the show got canceled mm -hmm. and the director was so disheartened by it that he left. And me and this director got real close through the productions. Yeah. And when he left, he now teaches at Flagler College. He teaches English. But when he left... I was like... I think I know who you're talking about. Was it your... We didn't go to the same high school. Did you go to the one... I went to FPC. Okay. Where'd you go? I went to Matanzas. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know if we... Because I know my school, we had a 
guy acting teacher, and he was loved by everyone, and then he left. Okay. So I didn't this would know be someone we... else, yeah. Oh, okay. This is someone else. Gotcha. But he left, and I was so disheartened because we kind of had, like, he would he would come to me, and he'd be like, hey, what do you want, like, give me suggestions for the next show. And we wanted to do, for the final show, we wanted to do something kind of along the lines of To Kill a Mockingbird, mm-hmm. something that had meaning. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he left, and... Uh, I was disheartened. I cried. I remember when, oh, no. like, I remember he, like, left a note for everyone, and he, he mentioned me in the note, and, you know, it was real sad. So, the, 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 the final fucking show we put on is The Wizard of Oz. That's not bad, you it's know? Not, it's not bad. It's not what we're trying to do. I mean, I mean it's honestly, it's, like, mediocre. It's, like, <laughs> it's very mediocre. <laughs> it's, like, uh... It's so done, you know what I mean? I mean, not to say To Kill a Mockingbird isn't. But To Kill a Mockingbird has a message, and I guess you could say The Wizard of Oz does too, there's no place like home, but mm-hmm. fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that noise. <laughs> I, wanted to ha- like, I wanted to do something that would like, Be meaningful, shake like, the right? audience yeah. when they were watching it. And you're not going to get that with, if I only had a brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck that shit. So anyways, <laughs> I auditioned for it because I was going to do this, like, I had this thing going where I was going to be in every show all four years Mm -hmm. and this was the final show and so I wasn't going to be like no I'm not going to do it because then that would have wrecked my record Mm -hmm. so I was like I'll I'll audition and uh I decided I was going to do the wizard like I was going to be the wizard because he's only at the very end of the show Mm -hmm. when he comes out and everything so I I'm auditioning and the the woman director that they got was like no, I think you're more of a scarecrow. You look more because you're very you're tall, you're lanky, you're, you know, you're you're very flexible the way you oh, move man. and everything. And that's like a major role, but I'm like my heart wasn't in it. Yeah. You know? So everything about high school was great except for that last show. I I didn't want anything to do with it. I was forced into being <laughs> the fucking scarecrow. <laughs> and what's funny is like you know how the scarecrow is supposed to be like he's made of hay. Yeah. Right, so he's supposed to be like falling all the time because mm-hmm. he has no stability. Mm-hmm. If you watch back the, because they filmed it, if you watch it back, half that show I'm just walking normal, like like a normal person, because I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I, I didn't give, give a, a shit. shit. <laughs> I was supposed to be falling all the fucking time. I'm just walking normal like a guy. Like I didn't care. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but I loved high school. It was great. I met the my first true love there. Her name's Leanna, and. It was just magical, and I and I didn't meet my best friend there, but we definitely nurtured our friendship there those four years. I met him in high, um, middle school, so I had a great high school experience. So it's it's always disheartening to me when I hear people that didn't have one because it's like, damn, I wish I could give you mine. It's all right though, like don't sweat it. I mean, I'm flourishing now. <laughs> yeah, better late than never. I mean, shoot. Yeah. Right, and you're doing it in college, so. I mean, you'd be, cool. I mean, college is a, like, it's not like I have much of a college experience. I just kind of go for one class and go home. I was going to say, this is a, because it's a, it's a, it's a state college. It is a state college. So it's so, not, uh, it's not like your cliche Exactly. And that's why I'm excited for university because I really want to experience like university life. I want to see what it's about. My parents, or at least my dad told me it's completely different. Like, it's mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah. And you get to really, like, know who people are. Because, like, I feel like at that stage in life, people are just, like, more mature, more, like... Yeah, to a degree. <laughs> to a degree. No, like, mature as in, like, they're not assholes. They're, like, actually genuine. 
Sure. Most of them. Most of them, Most yes. Of them. Most of them. So. I'm pretty sure UCF, like, if you were to look at, like, lists of, like, the top party colleges, UCF falls oh, in there. I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. Falls into that party. line, so. So excited for the party. Maturity levels? I don't know exactly if UCF <laughs> is the most mature. <laughs> we gonna have a good time. But. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where you where you go like where like are you the next dr phil come on now (laughs) i don't think i'm that like great i mean i'm great is dr phil great dr phil gave us cash me outside how about that cash me outside that's that's what dr phil gave us honestly i i don't think i would want to be like dr phil i don't know i would just want to be myself yeah let's see where that goes i guess that should be a video you do you should put on like a fake mustache oh my god get on like a like a country accent. Country accent. Hello there. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. On this, on, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about baristas. <laughs> baristas. <laughs> oh, my and God. And fan fiction. And fan fiction. And what's the, <laughs> and where's the fine line between barista fan fiction? Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> Is it creating unrealistic expectations? <laughs> oh, my God. Send help. Yeah. I don't know. I can see only good things, though. So. And I, we'll round this out by saying, because it's almost 2020, which is crazy. Oh, my God. You're what's right. Your, what's your, like, what's your number one New Year's resolution for 2020? My number one? Number one. Hmm. Can it be just one thing? Or, like... Well, ideally, you have multiples, but the, the, the one that has top priority. Top priority. I guess you could say... Let me see. I have to really think about it. What What is yours while I'm thinking? What's mine? Yeah. Mine would be to find... It's not like I'm not happy, mm-hmm. but I feel like I am missing something. And I've told you this before, I yeah, think, that I am someone who I am better when I have someone else. Yeah, I think I... You was, know what I mean? I think... I don't know if I told you that, or maybe it was another friend of mine, but, like, I, I feel like you know this. I am happy on my own like you can tell i'm happy by myself i don't need anybody but i'm just saying like i like nurturing people and i feel like i enjoy caring about someone or Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. so it's like i like having that i know to some people it sounds like a lot but i don't know if it's weird or not that i enjoy caring for something no it's not weird right okay it's not weird but like but the problem is, is like I've always been the nurturing one all of my life. I think I just need to let someone nurture me for once. Absolutely. Because I think that's what my problem was. This entire time I've noticed I've always been the nurturing one in the relationship. That yeah. I've had with people in general. Uh-huh. I think I just need to like let someone nurture me for once. Yeah. Yeah, like when I say uh, 2020 New Year's resolutions, like of course there's ones where it's like, yeah, I want... I want the podcast to grow. I want more people to know about me. Mm -hmm. But my number one priority is to find true happiness. And I think what I'm missing in terms of my happiness is a significant other. And I don't think it sounds weird if if you share the same thing of, like, you want somebody else to... Yeah, but it... You know? We don't need someone, but we want someone. Exactly. But it's also, like, I'm in a really weird place in my life right now, Eddie, where it's, like... I've been through so much that I'm just, I'm just tired. I don't know. I just kind of want to like be alone 
It's weird because it's like there's this part of me that still has this like low-key sadness about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to like really express that all the time. But it's just like, you know it's there. You know what I'm talking about. That low-key sadness that you feel inside because it's like you're fine with being on your own. But it's kind of like, I don't know. You yeah. kind of know it'd be nice to have someone there. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I feel like with my goal to, for 2020, I think I just want to, like, uh, I think I just want to keep, like, bettering myself. Like, I, I just want to, like, be healthier. Like, I want to, like, definitely be more athletic, like, athletically built. I know I'm already, like, pretty, like, like, I know I'm already, like, fit, but I want to, like, be more, like, I don't know. I want to be more, I want to be stronger, like, as a person. I'm already strong, but I, like, I want to be more, I don't know. You mean, like, if someone were to come up behind you with, like, a chloroform rag, you want to be able to fend them off? Oh, yeah, for sure, that too, but I also <laughs> want to be, like, mentally and, like, spiritually, like, stronger. Okay that too and like work on my just me just work on more of myself in 2020 and not focus on like someone else so okay but if someone else comes along like you're that, open to it yeah i'm open to it but i'm just saying like that's not really what i'm looking for right now so yeah yeah so you are a tumbleweed i'm a tumbleweed what do you mean you think i'm a tumbleweed the tumbleweed analogy you know what that means right it's just like you're just floating you, yeah, but you're not floating with no purpose, but you're just floating, and if, like, a wind comes along and whoosh, knocks you to the left, you'll go with it. Yeah. You're not going to fight it, right? You'll you'll go with it, and you'll see what it where it leads you. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the analogy. You know what a tumbleweed is, right? I mean, it's so You've funny. You've seen those in movies, right, where they're I, driving on a desert? When I was, like, younger, I did not understand, and, like... I finally understood it. It's just so funny. It's like nothing is happening. You just see... Just like a tumbleweed. <laughs> just like just going around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't know why. It's just so funny. Yeah. Well, well. Karina, Venezuela. Stop. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for, for having me. Oh my, I feel so honored. I, I feel like this is so nice of you to ask me to be on your podcast. Yeah. And I feel like we, we talked about some things that that whoever listens to this, may, you know, they might be going through some shit and yeah. maybe we're helping them, you know? I hope so. I, you know, I told you last night when we were doing the thing at, at Mike's place, you know? Yeah. His, his dad was like, oh, are you guys changing the world? And call me crazy, but it's the butterfly effect, you know? It's it someone listens to this, it changes their day. Like, I've been getting messages from people saying, like, dude, like, your your podcast has inspired me to do this, or it's given me the courage to try this. Oh, that's great. It changes someone's life, and then the butterfly effect is they do something positive, and it reaches someone else who does something positive. So, yeah, yeah we're not changing the world on a mass scope, but every little bit helps, so... And you're a part of that. Oh, thank you. Well, I feel honored, so thank yeah, you. Absolutely. So Kawaii Naya on YouTube. Uh, K-A-W-A-I-I-N-Y-A. Yeah. All one word. All one word. Kawaii yes. Naya. And that's pretty much it because you have the YouTube channel. But you also have, I don't know if you social media. Yeah, but my social media is like on my channel. There's like little oh, okay, you links click. on there. Yeah. Cool. So. Yep. Cool. And I'll have it in the show notes. 
So thank you for coming on and hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I will see you in the next one for some more 101. <laughs>